Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Yeah. I have been waiting to have this conversation. Uh, and it's not that Laura Meeks and I haven't chatted over the, the years, but there's something about a journey and a place that a person gets to where we need to step back. And what I mean by that is step back and honor the pathway you know, honor that aspect of where we were and who we are from where we are today. And the reason we're here today, and we are going to talk about major transformation, how love rules. That's my subtitle. And what that <laughs> means is there's a journey that when we look back, we can see the love as opposed to the journey where we can't. Today, I want you to meet my friend, my colleague, Laura Meeks, as Laura tells her story, to go from this idea of who she was to today's version, sought after life coach, professional speaker, somebody that is out in the world, highly visible in terms of talking, speaking, teaching, educating, and literally she could be a stand-up comedy routine. Today, you're going to get all of that as we talk about the Laura Meeks that I have come to know and love. Know and love. Hey, Laura. Hey. Go, Laura. Go, Laura. Laura. <laughs> We're here. They, uh, great introduction. I appreciate that. They, a um, lot, lot, of, lot of stuff going on in 2020, an incredible year, but I, I appreciate the chance uh, to spend a little time with you on your show to, to talk. I do think that there is an important story to share. Yeah. Um, a lot of things have gone on in my life, and, and I think a lot of people have picked up little parts and pieces uh, through my show and your show and others uh, as we've been out talking. Just came back from Boston. Uh, see, Real quick, have you seen that the new Hyundai commercial? Oh yeah, <laughs> I was just in Boston, and those are the guys that are there. That just hilarious, hilarious <laughs> commercial. But that's just to say that that you know, part part of my core value is having fun. It is this this is an incredible chance to be here on Earth and do some incredible things. Looking looking backwards some incredible things have happened. So not sure where you want to start. Give me I want to go back 
because one of the things that you and I talked about in the year, years that we've been working together is we've noodled around pretty much everything for what do we call the what you're taking out into the world, fly high living. How do we look at that? How do we create ways for you to help people truly transform? Uh, to let's write a book proposal. What are we going to call the book? Uh, let's call the book, you know, Lawrence to Laura in 60 seconds or less. I mean, we've gone through all of these things, but we've not talked about the story and how this story is shared with the most beautiful, incredible person, Annie, and a wonderful family. And so let's kick it off from the beginning, Major Meeks. Well, let's let's go back here then, because I yeah, I, let's go. A, a lot of a lot of what I talk about in my presentation is the is this transformation from the I, I usually start at fifteen. I, I and and I have this whole thing about how I'm laying in a in a greeny grass field with blue sky over my head, and I see an airliner fly over my head, and I realize that oh my gosh, this this is my path in life, and uh, and so. A, a huge part of the story, the beginning part of the story, is this 16-year adventure that I took to become a pilot. So, uh, and let, so let's just kind of hinge around that because I, I think it's so important when you understand the whole story in com, con, uh, context. Con <laughs> something. If you see the whole thing, if you see the whole thing in context, then you you can better understand because one of the important pieces is to understand the climb, the 16 year climb yeah. to get to where I felt like I was literally yeah. on the top of the world. So here I am 15 years old. I see an airliner fly over my head. Oh my God, you know, that's it. I decide that I want to do that. Uh, an important thing that I pass on too is, is that that was my main interest and I turned it into a passion, my passion for flying and I'm still flying uh, I've flown everything from B-52s down to ultralights and gliders. Um, but that was my passion. But part of what I want to share with people, too, is the fact that uh, it's part, partly it's taking your interests and turning them into a passion. Um, and so my passion was flying airplanes. So the short version, I, I, I spent uh, summers <laughs> mowing lawns for a dollar an hour. I saved up enough money and then borrowed a ton of money from my mother to get my flying license at 18, literally just past my 18th birthday. I'm on my check ride and I passed my flying check ride. So now I have that special little license to fly airplanes. And that was the start. That was really the first kind of rung up the ladder. But then as I went out into the world, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I can't afford to fly. This is super, super expensive. So I, I ended up going to college and I thought, well, my new path is this. And part of, part of the story involves the idea that you have to keep moving towards the target. I, I talk a lot in my presentation of Fly High Living about having a flight plan. So my ultimate goal was to fly large airplanes. That's what I wanted to do. I would have loved to go gone to the airlines, but I didn't have the money. So I joined the Air Force. And you'd think, okay, well, this is great. Go to college, join the Air Force, become a pilot, go to pilot training. Ah, just didn't quite go that way. 
there and and again part of the i think of the uh, the fun of the story is is that it was 16 years so what happened was is i signed a document at 18 when they promised that i could sign this navigator scholarship and 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 it was great i had a scholarship i was going to be in the air force life was really good and he promises that i'm gonna gonna go to pilot training after i come back from the summer well i come back and he retired you know you ever get that like really oh my god i'm so sick feeling in your stomach it's like yep. oh this is not going well <laughs> and the ending of the story was is no kid you signed an 18 you know you signed a contract to be a navigator you're not going to pilot training and so I spent three years in college, then I graduated, went to navigator school, spent six more years being a navigator in a B-52 and fighting to get back to pilot training. Wow. And it wasn't until I was 27 that I got into pilot training, graduated at 28, another couple of years to get all the training so that eventually as I'm 31 years old, I'm at the peak of my career. And, and that's an important spot in my journey is, is that all of that time, all of that fighting, all of that questing, all of that journey to get to where I thought I'd be on the top of the world and literally was. And as I, as I often describe it, at 31, I'm a tall, white, college-educated military officer and pilot top gun. I was, I had everything. And, and that, that was the first big piece of my life but as you know the rest of the story <laughs> that that whole journey and and all the lessons that i learned and and i teach a lot of the lessons perseverance always looking for it. one of the interesting things about that journey too was the fact that uh, going to navigator school seemed like the worst thing that could have ever happened and i fought and fought and fought and fought that and in the end it was lucky I went that way. Yeah. <laughs> the universe, if we know anything about the universe, the universe is taking me on a path. It often feels like you're not on the right path. But yeah. I assure you that in the end, if I had gone to pilot training right out of my psychology degree and dove into pilot training, which was like three years crammed into one, I would never have passed. I so know. in the end... Thank you. I know. Universe. You took me on the right path. It doesn't feel like it. I know. All of that to say that that whole first part of my story and my journey was get was becoming that macho top gun. Top gun guy. Top gun guy. I was uh, I was I was that. And and it's at that point that we can enter Annie in because another piece of this story is is the fact that he, here i'm intersecting uh sadly i i was married right out of college had two kids this whole stress of the 16-year journey really was too much uh and sadly i i was young i was gone a lot i was questing for this and i and i put that first and my first marriage ended but then i met the love of my life annie and and here's a piece of that story you have to understand that Anne, Annie met her Prince Charming, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she and I are at this military school together. She wow. meets me. I, I have all the all the good qualities of a pilot that she liked. 
one of the things that she talks about a lot is the fact that pilots do have an ego and there there's a lot of confidence that goes along with with caring for people in that environment in the flying environment and so you have, you to, have to have that though you got to know that you got this i mean you got people in the back they're counting on you to fly this airplane and land it and not crash it and it's not all that easy so it, yeah you have to have some confidence but it was interesting because one of the things that was a plus and an interesting slip was is, is that what she loved about me was i wasn't the normal egocentric uh, maverick tom cruise pilot guy i was a real i was like a caring pilot but i was i was much different than the other guys that i was flying with and that plays into the next piece of the story yeah so you were more like goose i was more like goose. like so you were you were I more was, like i'm the piano player we're yeah. having, we're, we're having fun that's yeah that's, That's it. But the reason I love this, and we're going to go ahead and skip break. The reason I love this story is because you and I have talked about this. My fascination was I tried to join the Air Force at age 17. And, you know, and, and here I was and I thought, well, I'm homeless. So I'm going to walk in here and I'm going to join the Air Force. But okay, 17, no way you're going to join the Air Force. But I wanted to fly. And, and I told them that. The same story was kind of told to me. Now, you and I know, fast, go back, women were not pilots. I, I don't care. That was never going to happen. But I took the test, everything. I was ready to go, and my parents had to sign. My, dad, my stepmom wanted to sign. My dad was this. Here's what my dad said. There is no way I am going to sign this for my daughter. She will destroy the Air Force. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought, I'm here to, to be concerned about the power of the Air Force. And, and But the way he talked about me, the, the officer that was recruiting me said to me later, he said, Everything your dad described is exactly what we need right, in the Air Force. The we need to fly this airplane. <laughs> is what we need. Um, but the story of this is the intersection of how we meet the people that are most important in our lives. Isn't it? Yeah, honestly, I, it, it's taken a while to, to grasp the, the true meaning of how that works. But you're absolutely right. You know, as I say, had I uh gone to pilot training right away that wouldn't have worked and the universe steered me to a new path where i learned the things that i needed to learn so that i could reach the goal the universe knew that i wanted to fly airplanes and it didn't want me to fail right away now it's hard to understand that for 16 years fighting to get into the cockpit it's hard to understand that but looking backwards and i and i think absolutely the same thing is true with you know meeting annie there there was a time and a purpose and a reason that Annie and I uh, got together. And truly one of the strongest, you know, I mean, this is of all the things that we talk about during, during this uh, understanding of my story is, is, is by far and away, you know, you said uh, how love rules. Um, I've used loving without limits, yeah. the limits of love. I mean, truthfully the the as we progress into this story you know a huge part of this is is that here i meet a really independent 
strong-willed officer in the Air Force. And as Annie has often said, had we met in our 20s, we would never have connected. Right, right, right. Um, I needed I needed to grow into the in, into where I was going to be, and she needed uh, you know she has her own really incredible story. Single mother joins the Air Force, uh, and she is truly a lemons to lemonade woman. She she has uh, many many stories of of her overcoming many many obstacles and and our connection together and my transformation from you know. Uh, Lawrence to Laura and you know for a major merger transformation we like that we like the major transformation I love it when I, love when it. I retired I was a major <laughs> and then well I that that's the key that the, to the story yeah. that people may not know is right. it's, so it wasn't it's literal <laughs> no. yeah I mean that, that once you understand some of that so you know here Andy and I are in the Air Force we met when we were captains uh, and then through our career, I, I retired as a major. She actually outranks me. <laughs> she, she's a lieutenant colonel. Uh, so, and it's funny. It's so funny because, you know, I wear skirts all the time and she wears pants. So when we were at the <laughs> San Bernardino event a couple of weeks ago, she stands up and she's, well, you know who, know who now know who is <laughs> kind of a side note, but yeah, I mean, it, the universe does pull the right parts and people into into your sphere and if and if you're watching looking and paying attention and i think that's another key piece of this is is that you have you have to be open to new paths yeah and i have to say i'm i'm not sure i was ready for this new path <laughs> Well, that, that brings me to a question for you, because I think you and I, we've, we've had a few laughs, we've cried, but I want to really go back to, um, and the reason that this is such a compelling love story is because, first of all, you and Annie are together today. So that's number Still married. one. Yeah. 30, 34th anniversary in May. Wow. But when we go back, and we take a look at the journey, it, it's not just that it's a journey that we look at that really does call for major transformation in a conversation, but this is a journey that required you, Annie, the people in your life to really look at what will love say, and it hasn't always been easy. So let's go back for a minute and let's talk about what that journey was like as moment to moment to moment you had the realization right yeah they where yeah well and so as as life progressed so you know here annie and i meet in at a school as time progresses we eventually start uh dating and then right as right as soon as we thought like hey we ought to start dating she gets sent over to Okinawa. It's like, well, wait a second, where, where are you going? Where are you going? But that's another piece of this puzzle because when she was in Okinawa, and this this I think is is an important understanding of of what it takes to be uh, to make changes. Now, honestly, every human changes. If you're not changing, then 
I, I mean, truthfully, I've heard this and I, and I kind of believe this. You're either growing or you're descending. You're, yeah. I mean, you're either contracting or expanding. So, uh, you know, here, Annie and I, our careers are expanding, but she gets sent over to Okinawa. And part of the thing that happens is, is that communication between the two of us was really important to us, but very hard. And I think, in, again, the universe gave us a challenge that helped us in, in the end. I mean, telephones were a dollar a minute from, from Texas, where I was, to Okinawa. And because of that, we ended up creating avenues of communication. So we wrote letters every day. Every day mm. we wrote letters. Wow. Like a how are you, but like letters. Then we started recording. Remember a little cassette tape? I do remember. <laughs> a little shoebox recorder and we put the cassette tape in and we record, you know, hey, how am I doing? What am I thinking about? And all of that just to say that if you communicate a lot and there's a certain value to um to amount the amount of communication because eventually you get past the weather and past what you did today and then you start asking questions about what's really going on now part of the story is is, is that as we were uh communicating after a while we ran out of material and so we started telling fantasy stories to each other and what was interesting to me is is that my fantasies started towards me being female and and truthfully for annie and i at the time we thought you know hey listen we're we're kind of two open people and you know as long as this is just between you and me we, we could say and do whatever we want and it was really an interesting expansion but it was then uh, probably uh two years later when i'm in a chat room and i won't go through the whole spiel but i'm in a chat room and i and i connect to some men who are talking about the fact that they're transgender and honest to god it was just the puzzle pieces came together and 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 understand the incredible emotions that go with this two years i'm i've been married to annie for about two years we're separated we've been talking all the time we have this really strong relationship and then all of a sudden i connect why that fantasy was so important to me because when historically i looked back and I thought about all the feelings of why I felt so different than all the men that I was around. Uh -huh. Then comes the realization that, ah, I get the piece, the puzzle pieces fit. They used a term that I had never heard, transgender. And I thought, well, hey, I'm on the new internet. I mean, this is the 1990s. I'm on the internet. And lo and behold, I get to the spot where I realize that, holy smokes, this is like the good news, bad news story. The good news is I solved my problem. I figured, I figured out why for all these years I've been grappling with why I feel like an outsider in these groups, groups of men that I'm in. But on the other hand, when I look on the internet, I realize that, oh my God, if I tell this to anybody, I'm doomed. I'm going to wow. lose my, I mean, 16 years I, I worked to get to the top of my world and I'm flying airplanes. I'm top gun. I, everything is going my way. I have a family and kids and life is really good. And then now I'm faced with that. Oh my God, I'm going to fall off the cliff. I mean, literally, I, and I, I say this in some of my presentations, you know, I felt like I was on a 600 foot cliff and I felt like, holy smokes if i if i let this out of the uh, out of the bag if i tell anybody they're going to ground my career i'm going to lose my wife and my family my job and my everything and 
I mean, just think about the times in your life where you felt like, oh, I finally have it. Uh, you know, I've I, I worked so hard for all these years to get to where I'm at. And then you wake up and you go, I might lose everything. everything. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is a scary, scary spot to be in. Yeah. 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 And it is such a pure point of truth. There's something so pure about that moment of truth, right? You, it, you know, the story's told a thousand times you're at the crossroads, right? I use it in my, uh, I like using the Alice in Wonderland when she gets to the Y in the road and the Cheshire cat's there. And and part of what, <laughs> part of what I use that story for is, is the fact that Cheshire cat says, you know, what's going on? And Alice says, well, I'm trying to figure out which road to take. And Cheshire Cat says, well, where are you going? And she goes, I don't know. And he goes, well, then any road will do. <laughs> and, and one of the things that I, that I'll was that true that, for you though? Not at all. Because, no, that's what I was just going to say. I was know, just sitting here thinking and I was like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's again, another piece of the story. And I know, I know we're probably coming up uh, towards the break, but yeah. one of the things that we might want to talk about when we come back is this Annie and I had a, had a very hard time getting together. So we had a very strong vision about what we wanted. And I think that is so. Yeah. Let's hold that because when okay. we come back, what I love about this is None of this happens without open, honest communication to begin with. But the other part of that is when love rules, truly, can we see possibilities that many people thought never existed? That's really the next phase of sort of the evolution of this. Because without either one of them, then the only other outcome is some conjured up rationalization that has nothing to do with people. We're going to take a short break. We come back more with the most amazing Laura Meeks. This is all about major transformation, <laughs> but this is really where love rules. This is we'll be right back, everybody. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www divinelydrivenresults.com It's time to shake out your money-making truth on Soul Wisdom Abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on transformationtalkradio.com This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at jenniferbloom.com. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge 
and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Have you lost a loved one and would desperately love a sign to prove that they are okay? Here's a tip for you. Be curious, keep an open mind about everything. The proof will come from the most unlikely places. The messages promise to challenge your current beliefs in what you've been taught. Accept and appreciate all, no matter where they come from. I'm Angie Corbett Kuiper. I would love for you to share your signs from beyond on my closed Facebook page, Beyond Grief. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Potasik each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the Golden Age, and it provided the truth and the answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you each week on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I'm so thrilled to be able to have this conversation with Laura, Laura Meeks, everyone. Um, before we kind of go ahead, uh, and I want to thank you, Laura, for this today. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to bring everybody to fast forward to where we are today, because, you know, the power of this story is not only about love, but what happens and what becomes possible when love does rule, how do folks find out more about you? Tell folks about fly high living, all of that. And then I promise everybody we'll get back to the story and we'll skip the next break. Fly high living. So if you want to get a hold of me, flyhighliving.com is my website. If you want to email me, Laura at flyhighliving.com. And uh, I'm sure your technicians can put up my phone, 888-666-1570. Uh, operators are standing right here. Yeah, oh, well, except <laughs> that, to, yeah. Answer the phone if you call right now. Yeah, all of the above. Today, folks, what we're doing is, you, you know, this is a story that is so important to tell for a lot of reasons, but even more important in the day and age we're living in. And, and nobody tells it better than Laura, although I will say that I've got the insider story on some of these yeah. because we spend quite a bit of time together. But the story today is like a beautiful tapestry. And even in the weaving of tapestry, sometimes you miss a stitch or sometimes the stitch doesn't get woven exactly the way you thought. And then in the end, you have a slightly different tapestry. 
isn't this part of how this unfolded for both you and Annie and the family? It did. And, and I think what's so important about telling this story is, is that, yes, I, oftentimes people focus on the fact that I was Lawrence and now I'm Lauren. Wow, what did it take to go through all of that? And honestly, gosh, it's, it's long and painful, but joyful in the end. Being authentically me is a joyful, joyful spot. But what I want to emphasize is, is that it was not just me. And I think what makes our story, Annie's and my story, different and important to tell is, is the fact that this is a story about how love rules, what, what it takes to be together. Because when we're out telling our story, yes, transgender has its own little new niche in our, in our, in our newscasts and, and our story, because it is... I have to tell you, had I not lived it, I would have never guessed what that was about. But a, a, a huge piece of this is the fact that Annie took the time, the effort, and had the love of a human, me, <laughs> no matter what I looked like. And and I often, and we were talking during the break, one of the things that I think is funny as I go out and share this story is, is that, you know, often people get married and they, they, they're spouting out the words, you know, till death do us part, but in their mind, they're thinking, you know, yeah, but not if you get moved to Chicago. I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm a, I lived in Harrisburg all my life and I'm not moving, you know, that I never signed up to move out of my home state. And, I say that kind of jokingly, but in some regard, when you're when you're thinking about relationships and who who you're tied to, are what is what is it about that that connects you, and what what is a threat to you? Because you know, often people think, oh, you know, I mean, just think about the physical change that I made, and then the the first thing I can think of is if people think, oh, when you walk out of the house, what are the neighbors going to think? You know, oh my God. You're a guy wearing a dress, and what you know, what is that all about? Somewhere in there, Annie and I built a relationship around loving each other. And one of the things we were talking about before the break is how important it is to have a vision. So think about where both of us came from. Annie came out, Annie, Annie dreamed of marrying Prince Charming. She had uh, our daughter, Shelly, out of wedlock. Um, her parents and everybody were kind of pressuring her to, you know, you need your daughter needs a husband, you know, father figure. Yeah. And so she found a guy in the right package, perhaps. I mean, it, it was somebody that, that her family was okay with. He seemed like a nice guy with a nice job. Uh, and so she kind of said, well, okay, that fits all the little check boxes, except for the one that really, really counts. <laughs> and that's, do you love this guy? Exactly. And, and so often, you know, when you're, whether, whether you're working on your relationship, your health or your, your whatever your, your job, is it the thing that you really, really love? And so she came out of, she, when we met our, our, like the, I forget the 11, 12 weeks we were together at this school, 
we were literally on opposite sides. I, I came from a divorced family and my, my statement was, is I don't care who this guy is that you married, you go back and you fix it because you get married once. That's it. That's the, that's the law. That's the way it is. And that's really what I felt when I was in my first marriage is that, that that's the, that's the law. You're just going to stay married no matter how bad it is. And she being strong willed and, and, a very good communicator <laughs> said, you know, that's interesting, but what about this? What about that? Have you thought about this? And we had 11 weeks to kind of do that. All of that to say wow. that when, when we both were able to get to, together, we had both come out of a divorce and the pain, the incredible pain that comes mm. with that, even if it's not. It's painful. Yeah. And it's just, just, it's painful. It's painful. But all of that is an important piece of the pie because one of the visions that we had that was crystal clear was the fact that we wanted to be together. We had experienced what some of the challenges of marriage can be like. And we, we if we were going to get together, and Annie would, trust me, one of the things I think is really funny about this whole thing is, is Annie was very much a, hey, this is not a practice run. We're not trying this. We're not going to see if it works. We're either going to commit to this thing or we're not going to commit. <laughs> if you can't jump in 200% and be with me, then I'm moving on to find the person that can do that. And I, I have to say, I, you know, I kind of grew up in the world where we study things and maybe check out everybody <laughs> else's opinions and check and tallies like 98% think this is a good idea. But interestingly, that's part of the reason that I think that my first marriage failed because I, my whole decision was really based on everybody else's opinion. I, in my gut feeling knew that this might not be the best marriage, but everybody else that I knew just thought it was the best thing that could ever happen. I thought, well, I, I must be wrong. They must be right. And truth of life that's backwards <laughs> we we all one of the things that i share with everybody is, is you are we are the highest authority in our own life if you you have a gut feel an inner compass uh in the fly high world you have an inner compass to guide you on your flight plan and you need to pay attention to your instruments so when annie and i got together the thing that really part of the the gel that made it work was we had a strong vision. We wanted to live together. We wanted to have a family together. We wanted to, to go on vacation together. We wanted to retire together. We, I mean, that was our vision. And so one of the things that I think is interesting is as we started down that path, the common hour thinking that we learned on the internet was is that married couples had to get divorced when one of them was transgender. And Annie and I looked at each other and said, what? That's not, that's not the story we want to write for us. We want to write a different story. And, and so we did. And I often say that if you're given a choice between A and B, choose C. <laughs> choose the thing that you want to do. And so for us, part of the love story was is, is that we walked down a path and asked, what, what can we do? to keep this going in the direction that we want to. And, it, and it's, it's not easy. I mean, I, I have to tell you, it's not, 
nobody gets through this life. Well, I can't imagine. Through. I can't imagine it was even like that. I mean, I think the piece that that is so important is there is a highly emotional part of this conversation. There's the part where you have to be radically honest and Annie has to be radically honest. And, you know, yes, part of it is logical and rational, but there's another element to this though, Laura, there has to be, there, or you and Annie are not going to be together. Yeah, so there's no, this other piece of what it was like there when uh, you shared this. Yeah, no, uh, listen, there, uh, one of the things that everybody has to know is, is that there was a lot of soul searching, a lot of, yeah, a lot of scary, scary spots. Yeah. Uh, and for thousands of reasons, I mean, think about this. I'm, uh, I grew up in guy culture. And, and one of the things I talk about is in guy culture, it's fight the lion, save the family, fight the lion, save the family. Right. And so in my eyes, you know, here I am, I, I grew up in guy culture. I, sh I should be the strong one. I should be the, the, the person that can handle this, that that's gonna, you know, I'm gonna push the transgender part away because that's not part of the normal culture. And I, I, I got to fight that. And, and it's hard. It's hard. And there are a lot of times where I thought, you know, am I crazy? Am I, am I ruining Annie's life? Am I ruining? I mean, think about this. I mean, mothers intuitively want to protect their children. And the female side of me wants, I had two boys, Annie had a daughter, Shelly, and the three of our kids, we love them dearly. And the idea that maybe if I did this, would that ruin their lives? You know, am I ruining Annie's life? She, she wanted, I mean, she found when, when we got married, she got married in what I call the Cinderella dress. It was just a really great white wedding dress. And, and I was Prince Charming. She had, she had fulfilled her, uh, passion her her fantasy uh, of sorts or her desire to marry a tall guy and be a protector and now all of a sudden I'm thinking well I've ruined it for her you know here's my second marriage going is is this going to be the second time my marriage goes down and mm -hmm. and truly one of the things that Annie talks about that that uh, is very uh, Hard, sometimes hard for me to hear and to understand, but often she told tells me that when I fell asleep, she'd go into the bathroom and just cry her heart out. I know because she's she thought, well, you know, this I had I you know I think that's kind of the point of me telling you about yeah. where I was in my career. Yeah, it was there too. She had she was a career officer, married another officer. She had. A, a great father for her kid, you know, for Shelly. And uh, we had everything. And then all of a sudden, yeah, this comes up. And, and um, you know, I talk about the five stages of grief, but one of the things that's really important to understand is, is that being human involves a lot of emotional times. Yeah. And, and love 
is an emotional event. <laughs> I, there, I mean, we can talk a lot about all the fun that we've had and how well it worked out. Right. But I think what you're getting at is is the fact is is that there there was this, understand this was a 20 year path. I mean, 16 to get here and then 20, yeah. 20 to go down here. And I, you know, although I often talk about the idea that I felt like at the top of my career that when I found out I was transgender, that I was going to dive to the bottom of the heap. Yep. Yep. And, and that's really what to talk. That's really, see, this is the thing. This is really the, the case that, you know, anytime somebody talks about there being a choice, I, I, my, my eyes just want to explode. And, you know, one of the things I love about this story is, and you're going to tell this story more fully in your upcoming book. And, and I know that. All the details. <laughs> but here's what I love about this. There's a reason that I wanted to call this love rules. And the reason is that there are moments when we love so deeply that we do have to cry, Laura. You know, we do have to cry because it helps us find that true place where two hearts connect. And when that happens, I think that's when we can cross the threshold of possibility. And I think that's what you both did, right? And, and, I, and I think that's important to understand. Annie, mm -hmm. when Annie describes it, um, from her point of view, uh, one of the things she talks about is, is you're absolutely right. I mean, both of us were up here and then it looked like we were, you know, going down here and you do get to a spot down here. And I, this is what she talks about. She talks about being way down here, depressed, crying, this whole thing. How are we going to handle this? What's going to happen? Are we going to ever be in love? Is this going to work out? And her, she's, she says, if, if my choice was losing Laura or staying with Laura, yeah. what's the critical piece? And yeah. she said, as hard as this path is that we're looking at, as hard as that path is, losing Laura would be harder. Yeah. And so we both made a decision. And, and, and I think this is an important piece of love and love rules is, is that Annie and I didn't know where this was going to go. We, one of the things that I tell people is, is that when this started, it was like, Hey, are you, are you going to fully transition? And I, I said, I, I don't, I don't know. I said, but if I did, would you leave? And she goes, I don't know. And I, I think that's an important piece to understand in a relationship. There's not like a hundred percent. We get it hundred percent. We don't. Exactly. The point is, is, is that do you love this person enough to, to change and go down the path? And so really the commitment that Annie and I had was not that, you know, we're chained together and, and we're till death do us part. It really is more about, I love you enough that I, I'm going to hang in there as long as I can. And I said, I'm going to go as slow as I can in this transition to understand what it is and to make time for you to adjust. And Annie said, well, I'm going to try to adjust as fast as I can to give you the chance to be the person that you can be. And that's, that's how we wrote the story. 
This is how we got to where we were. And there, there's lots of crying and there's lots of joy. There, it's, it's, it is a love story. But the, again, I think the value of the love story is just to say that no matter where you are and who you're with, it's about loving that person with your whole heart. Yeah. And making the changes that that you need to as a team. I one of the things I jokingly say yeah. is Annie and I had a wee little problem, not in the Irish sense, but more in the sense of a team problem. It, it wasn't my problem that I'm transgender, and it wasn't her problem that she married somebody who's transgender. It was we as a team wanted to stay together. And then the question was, how do we do that we're we want to do this together and so no matter what's happening in your relationship stuff happens we're human and the question is is, is what can you do to support the other person and exactly 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 uh, but part of this laura if i might say is it didn't stop there and if we fast forward, and we're leaving out a whole chunk right now. Oh, yeah. It's hard to cover 30 it, years. Of it. it is. But fast forward, and Annie is an integral part of your journey now and your journey uh, to transform yourself from a business entrepreneur, you know, own your own company, moving forward. And now, you know, the creator of Fly High Living, a successful coaching platform to writing a book that includes Annie uh, and really pulling that together. So, you know, you are co-creators uh, and I think folks should know this even today and moving forward. You know, the vision didn't end in that conversation. It continued, it grew decisions were made for you to be out in the world and tell your story. And Annie was part of it. And, and Annie is also part of being out in the a, world. A huge, That's unusual. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, again, I think that just continues the, this team event. Yeah. That, that we are a team. And when yep. we look at the things that we've done, and, and as you said, you know, Annie and I built a multi-million dollar consulting company. We worked it for 15, 18 years and, and that was great. I mean, we loved working together. Uh, and now we're working on, on different projects together, but it's absolutely true. Uh, when Annie and I can go out and speak together, yep. that's by far and away the most uh, impactful event that you can come to is when we're both together because you get my side of the story from being cultured male and then transitioning into female and there's its own little journey but you also get to hear her story about you know finding prince charming and then finding this new challenge to deal with and how how can we turn that you know again she's a lemons to lemonade woman so you know many many times she's taken a bad uh, things that have happened in her career. She gave up a really lucrative uh, career when I was flying airplanes. Then she was on Okinawa for us to get together on Guam. Yeah. They wouldn't let us get together until she gave up her really wow. skyrocketing career to come down and take a cheesy little job. But she turned that cheesy little job into the head of the airfield and, and, got a huge promotion of it. So well, and, and that's really part of why this story will be told with both of you. 
And, you know, I mean, this is the end of part one of what Laura is sharing, but it's an important part because this transformation is about love ruling, but it's also beyond that, Laura. And that's why, first of all, I want to thank you for being here, for talking about it, because it isn't just about love ruling. It's about love in action when we're willing to step out and do the things that demonstrate the power of love. And that's what you both represent. Well, and, and, and if I were to cap it off, I would say that, that I think one of the things that Annie realizes is that when I am authentically me, I have new superpowers that I didn't have back there. And not that that guy didn't have a lot of power, but I, ha- I have my own superpower. And together, when we're authentically a couple, uh, then we have some superpowers to tell the world that you, that you following your dream and you following your love and you getting healthy and doing all the things that you can do, bringing your gifts to the world puts two synergistic people into this world. And I think that's, I, I think the, the love story is, is yeah. what, what you can do when you are paying attention to each other and loving each other for who they are whether they look like the Prince Charming you start <laughs> with or the Princess Charming that she turned into. Yeah. Well, in any event, you and I have one thing in common, one thing very important. We follow it Both of us have the need <laughs> for speed. speed. You do it. You do it in a plane and I do it on a motorcycle. So there we go. Yeah. Laura Meeks, everybody. Laura, thank you so much for today. Oh, listen, thank you. Thank you, Pat. Really fun to, to be chatting with you. And, and, and I think this is a good, good way to share our story, just kind of like in a whole nugget. I think that worked out real well. Yeah. And Laura and I are going to do a follow-up show and it's going to be all about the blooper reels of your life. (laughs) What does it mean when Laura and I share the blooper reels reels of our life? Yep. We're really going to do that, folks. Laura Meeks, Fly High Living. No kidding, right? Flyhighliving.com. I'm Dr. Pat. Go ahead, the Dr. Pat Show or Transformation Talk Radio. And remember, there's much more to come because when love rules, there's no beginning and there's no end. No ending. We'll see you next time, everybody.